Hi everyone, welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It is Wista. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about. Because if we wanted to talk about what you wanted to talk about, you'd be here, but you're not fucking here. You guys, we have so many things to talk about, but so little time. But let's get on to this gratitude portion. I just want to say, if you're a new listener, welcome. If you are an OG, you're part of the Wista gang, you've been listening for quite a while, welcome back. If you're a secret admirer, speak up and if you're here because you think i'm talking shit about you maybe i am but you gotta listen to find out bitch okay you guys um we're gonna get a little bit ranty right now because we're about to hit the life update honestly can we just talk about the fact that like some people in the workplace don't understand boundaries and yes i'm about to get in a fucking rant because how the fuck am i on pto and you send me a fucking text message saying oh hey what's the i know you're off um is there a way you can send me this thing no bitch it's on pto what does pto stand for personal time off that means you don't know what i'm doing during my pto i'm not going to answer you back and the audacity for you to call me two times just for that shit no bitch you should have told me before i put my freaking automatic messages on Uh uh-uh like i won't be surprised if she tries to like snitch tell my manager like oh well we needed something for our client because we work in pr so it's like sometimes some things just get out of hand but i'm like bro why the fuck are you gonna ask me to like ask a journalist to write a story for this damn freaking launch when we know damn well it's gonna be president's day no fucking journalist is going to write a last minute story that's not even gonna guarantee them coverage that's the one thing i fucking hate about like working in pr is people are always fighting for coverage it's like no i'll say this this is my tip for anybody like earned coverage is basically you earning the coverage so it's like you you're putting yourself out there pitching but the real coverage like some of the ads you see or like some of the articles that you see written down is paid these companies pay for these stories some of the shit you see on outlets like the cut or even like complex or even um what you call it hype beast some of those articles are paid and then i just recently found out that mark echo y'all remember mark echo the um fashion designer he actually created and owns complex so you learn something new every single fucking day but still i'm my fucking pto don't fucking message me especially if you're a co-worker i know damn for sure once i leave this damn company i talk to you i don't mind if like my colleagues that i can see being friends outside of work hit me up just for something i don't mind that but bitch if you are op especially because i always say we got work ops people who be like they they are always plotting against you or trying to test you like bitch how dare you have the audacity to try to pull this shit on me on black history month and you were the same person testing me before this damn month started so i don't appreciate that bitch don't be trying to bother me during black history month because i really don't appreciate that and you know what i'm glad i went in on your fucking report because guess what you need to learn and stay your fucking lane because i'm fucking annoyed damn man on my fucking pto you want to bother my fucking ass and that's why i didn't answer your phone call and if you tell my manager i'm gonna tell my manager where the fuck i was huh that's between me and my manager my manager didn't call me because guess what it wasn't really necessarily for me to be contacted for some dumb shit it's just the fact that like some people in the workplace I, specifically when it comes to, like the middleman what i've noticed depending on like your company culture what i've noticed at like my company or even like some of my friends they've we've noticed that the middleman the person who wants to get to the next step as in like they're in the middle of like the next phase of the career they always feel like they need to prove that oh they can lead but it's like bitch you're failing at it because 
you don't know what the fuck you're doing i get that there's like learning phases for that but it's like give people their fucking boundaries because i'm not answering the phone i'm not gonna be doing all the extra shit i get it and especially bitch you get paid more than me so i don't know why you're even bothering me i'm doing what i'm getting paid for that's why when some people are like oh well i send work emails bitch if you're getting in the high fucking six figures bitch you better be sending um freaking work emails on a saturday you better be freaking staying overtime the fuck the moral of this damn rant is please respect people's boundaries when it comes to the workplace and if somebody's on pto leave them alone leave them alone you don't know why they took that personal time off you don't know what's going on you don't know where they were at you don't know what is going on with themselves so and especially if you message somebody and say hey i know that you're off so why are you even um disturbing my peace that's it why are you disturbing my peace if you already know i took the day off bitch you should have asked me way before way before should have had me do it way before that's on you not on me so i don't know what else to tell you thank you now that we have the life update out of the way let's get on to these topics i feel like this is going to be a very much music focused like episode and with with a little touch of pop culture specifically reality tv because i've been catching up on a lot of shows where i'm like what the fuck is the plot of this shit but you know what let's start with this show called find my first love this show came out in like 2013 i'm guessing because just by looking at the old phones and the iphones that they were using they're using like the iphone success that just tells you enough how old the show is but the concept of the show is to like help people find their first love and when i mean their first love it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody that you dated in high school it's like the one that got away so it's like okay you're helping people find the one that got away but what happens if that person's either married got kids or they're in a relationship so the person who helps them find the people also works like um a private investigator so she's asking them hey okay can you send me pictures tell me about your memories some of these people haven't spoken to these folks in like 15 years i'm like girl 15 years you haven't spoken to this person they still in your head damn you must have really fucked it up but like there's this one chick she was talking to the nba player that's where i was like girl he's not gonna want you he's not gonna want you so they haven't spoken for 15 years so i guess he went to go play overseas in bulgaria she flies all the way to bulgaria just to find his friends who are in bulgaria to let her know oh he's in the uk now then she took a flight to the uk but obviously the the show's paying for it she flies to the uk like they like travel throughout that whole freaking they travel through london and then they have to go to oxford and i guess he played for like some basketball team in oxford and then the coach they met the coach asked for his number obviously the coach was like i can't give you his number but for some reason they called the friend from bulgaria to get the number because the friend from bulgaria promised that he would give the number but he never gave the number so they called him and he finally gave the number so then when they met up mind you this woman got dressed to the nines because she was like she's gonna get her man she's been thinking about him for 15 years it was a connection but the thing is the way that it happened was they connected but he ghosted her and i get it you want to get that closure but sometimes you got to give yourself closure like i have to say this when it comes to getting ghosted or any anyone just leaving your life 
I get it. You want closure, but still, it's like sometimes you're just not gonna get closure. Like I've been in situations like that, even in friendships where I've gotten ghosted and I get closure. So you know what? I gave myself the closure. I was just like, you know, it's their loss, not mine. But mind you, this lady got dressed up to the nines, new wig. Oh my God, nice dress. Mind you, this is 2013. So just think about the, the hairstyles and everything. Dressed up to the nines. Tell me how they pull up to the event. This man is in a white tee and some jeans on. And then she sees him. And I kind of knew she was going to have like the bad, sad story. Because when he turned around, he didn't look like he was happy to even see her. Or like he forgot who she was. And I was like, girl, this is very embarrassing. You went through hell and back just to find this man. And he's like turned off. And he's like, oh, you know, I had to just leave like that because I was leaving the country. And, you know... That's how it is when you enter in like this industry. I was like, girl, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Go back, go back to Chicago. Go to, go be with your kids because she's from Chicago. Go back to Chicago. Go take care of your kids. And I guess like they um hooked up and everything. And I guess he was like, oh, it's just not going to work. Now, everybody saw that. Like he looked like he was not into you. That's simply what it is. And then she moved to Miami. He's not living her best life. But the concept of that show, just in general, of like people trying to find their first love, it's just freaking weird because the amount of obstacles these people have to go through to find these folks is too much. I'm sorry. It's not meant to be if I got to fly to fucking France and then I got to go all the way to the damn fucking country and find you. This other girl, too, she did the same shit. Flew out to France, went through his old, old apartment. He don't live there no more. Then they went to a French radio station and tried to put a message out there, a missing person message. This is too much desperation for me. And then this other dude, he freaking went to Monaco trying to find this girl. And guess what? Found out the whole girl was married and had kids. She don't want you. I think the only person who really got lucky was the dude from Atlanta who um got back with his high school sweetheart who was actually in new york who was a fashion designer mind you tell me how the fuck they met up right in my office building <laughs> like there's a restaurant right next to my office i was like wow obviously i would be watching this damn show and noticing this damn freaking italy at my office wow i just find it so funny that like in 2013 I was watching shows on like the FYI network because that's where that show was on where they had like main, many of like the relationship based shows like the um find my first love arranged marriage um what is another show they had um they actually had black love which followed um one of the black women from Married at First Sight the first season which was actually a very good show I wish they would bring that back I feel like Oprah's network could probably bring that shit back and make it mad good but I was like wow the amount of mess we let go through with reality TV and then that just brought in the conversation of like other reality TV shows that we've seen before because for some reason on TikTok people were talking about why isn't making the band on um streaming networks and then we've come to find out for some folks who work specifically in like television they let us know that a lot of like the music that we hear on like shows like the band they were using licensed music but let's be real when making the band came out reality tv really wasn't like what it is today so if they were supposed to like put those shows on streaming networks you know how much money they'd be losing just with all the licensing and how many episodes that is that's a lot of content for licensing so it makes sense but can we please talk about making the band for a second and how like every single group 
was supposed to be a specific like remake of somebody who was coming up at that time like what the fuck happened to donnie clang because i feel like we always talk about day 26 we talk about danny king but we never talk about donnie clang who was basically supposed to be the justin timberlake of bad boy records y'all remember when they were basically creating the groups they created day 26 and then diddy was like donnie you'll be signed as a solo artist although i feel like when it came to donnie clang they had so much potential to help him out and like really do the thing but then again too donnie does not got vocals like that and uh, it just wasn't it because especially during that era where day 26 danny d kane and donnie kane oh my god can i say this man's last name where donnie was coming out we had colby O'Donis, we had freaking akon who was at his peak we had lady gaga coming in with poker face this was the time when everybody had timberland on the track this was like when Timberland had his second peak back in like 2006. Everyone had a freaking Timberland beat. Everyone had Timberland on their fucking song. Let's not forget also at that time too, that was like one of Diddy's peaks, especially when it came to him being on a track. Diddy always had like a peak, but this was like another peak for him during his artistry during like the 2000s. Like if you had Diddy on as a feature, just know you were going to get plays. So we know that um he had that one song with um Diddy. Donnie Clay had that one song with um, Diddy saying, I'll take you there, some shit like that, which I don't think that should have been the freaking single as like his coming out single as an artist. I feel like Dr. Love should have been the song that was his first single because Dr. Love was featured in, I think was that movie, Aliens in the Attic and all that. And people still go back to it because of that damn fucking song. And that song popped in my head randomly. That's why I'm talking about this shit right now. But Dr. Love was actually a very good song. Although you could hear that it was very much inspired by Timbaland and Justin Timberlake. Because let's not forget also during that time, Timbaland and Justin Timberlake were um, working with each other a lot during that time. Like I said again, I've said it before, because the Justin Timberlake fans, y'all don't like when I say this, Justin Timberlake, especially during the 2000s, was not shit without Timberland. I said what I said, I'm not listening to Justin Timberlake unless it got Timberland on it. And if it doesn't, I'm a pass respectfully. But bringing it back, Donnie Klang didn't even want to like be a bootleg JT, actually. He wanted to do more like pop music. But then I'm thinking to myself is, you wanted to do more pop, but it's like... Think about like Jesse McCartney and like all of, well, I'd say like the white pop boys during that time, they were still making songs similar to like what Justin Timberlake was making. Freaking Jesse McCartney had a fucking song called I'm Leaving, I'm Never Coming Back Again. Show your man something, something that we find on G5, G5. Hello, who wrote that song? Think about it. Donnie, you was, you were going to be soon doing the same shit anyways. It's just that you can't sing. And then he got dropped, and then later he started his own label, but isn't dropping music. That's what doesn't make sense to me, but you know what? That's not my business. Either way, Donnie Klang had the potential to be something. It's just the fact that the marketing was just off, and it just didn't see it. Even when it comes to like the other groups from Danity Kane and Day 26, Day 26 and Danity Kane were the only ones that really had the potential to be something big. I feel like Bad Boy should have paid attention to that, but you know what? What can I say? I'm not the one in the room, but I feel like there could have been so many ways to like improve and grow that group. Even with like Dirty Money and Diddy, Dirty Money and Diddy could have been something so fucking big. But you know what? Shit happens for a reason. But still, 
the fact that Donnie Klang really was supposed to be the Justin Timberlake of Bad Boy Records, it makes me laugh all the damn time. But I still feel like they could have done more when it comes to promotion. But you know what? It's in the past and go stream Dr. Love. I don't know if he even owns the masters of that fucking song. Whoever owns it, let them have that money. But let's get on to another topic. I think we need, since we're like talking about music, we just need to talk about Chris Brown for a second. Um, Chris Brown and Chloe have a song coming out on Friday. Am I excited for it? Honestly, I support anything that Chloe does because just seeing her embracing her artistry, embracing herself, growing and blossoming to who she is today. I'm here for it. You know, I love the new girls right now. Normani, <laughs> we don't need to talk about you right now, girl. You you are still in artist development. And then we have Justine Skye, who's someone I talk about so many times. She has the come up again, because I don't know if you guys know the song Collide that came out eight years ago. It is going viral on TikTok. So she's trying to push that shit out there. And I'm happy for it because y'all forgot a couple episodes. I was cussing her out, telling her she needs to get her shit together. But Chloe is partnering with Chris Brown for an upcoming song. And it has Twitter on a frenzy. We all know whenever Chris Brown comes out with something, it's always either people bring up the, his past or just say, why are we him do this? Or he has his fans that are like, oh my God, yes, another Chris Brown song. You guys know how I feel about Chris Brown. Chris Brown for me is same songs, different beats. I wish there was a little bit more involvement of the songwriters he uses, but I get it. You have an audience that likes that. If your audience likes it, just makes them happy. That's going to make your money. I'm not even mad about that because you know what? In the end, even with his past, that man still has a fan base. But I will say this in 2023, do I think a Chris Brown feature still has its weight like it did back in the 2010s and 2020s? I still think it does to a certain extent because after everything that happened, this man still has a career. He's still selling out shows. He's still freaking doing meet and greets and people paying 1K just to meet him. So there has to be some type of value in a Chris Brown feature. And I guess to a certain extent, it kind of solidifies you within like the Zillennial, early Gen Z and millennial space when it comes to music. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, I'll say this. I know that Chris Brown did go on a rant saying that that shit that happened 19 years ago, he was 19, shit like that, and how we glorify Chris, Krishan, Rock, and Blueface's relationship. I was like, wow, you know what? What Christopher is saying makes kind of sense because yeah, some of y'all do enjoy seeing Blueface and Krishan. And then I guess Krishan and Blueface got into like a whole argument, and then Blueface was like trying to call out Chris Brown saying this and that, but it's like, Blueface, We've literally seen you fight with Krishan so many freaking times and how you've treated women. And uh, this is all legend in my opinion, but it's like, you're also adding on to this too, if we're going to be saying this, because it's like, I get it when it comes to like Chris Brown still, what he did was fucking foul as fuck, but we need to be bringing up everybody else. If we are bringing up people's passes, we do need to bring up some other folks' past when it comes to like their artistry. But I'm not going to be disdaining Chris Brown because still, sir, you still have a track record. I'm not going to say you're not talented because then again, if you want to separate the art from the person, 
that man is talented when it comes to like dance and art but he is right when it comes to like some of the shit with these other artists which we might not talk about right now because shit moves around especially when it comes to Hollyweird. and that also brings up the fact too is i guess that brought up the conversation about if chris brown would ever perform at the super bowl chris brown is never gonna get the chance to perform at the super bowl the day i see chris brown at the super bowl i will be surprised that is something they would do just to be provocative just to get people talking but chris brown performing at the super bowl that shit is not gonna happen i don't know how i don't know when but that shit is not happening i'm here for the collaboration between chloe you guys know me i'm a chloe fan i'm just happy that she is embarking her artistry and just growing her um growing her catalog and doing what she needs to do in the end of it too depending on who you're signed to you're sometimes obligated like you have to work with those people that's why when we bring up like doja cat or even lotto they're both signed to rca and then guess who signed to rca as well or works with rca who's a very popular producer dr luke look at us transitioning to the next freaking topic so lotto just dropped the song called lottery featuring um canadian congolese artist lucala which i will say she can freaking sing is like she can fucking sing but bring this back up we, we already know about um big energy which is also produced by dr luke lottery is also produced by dr luke and i've said this a couple times on this podcast and i have to say it again all like anybody who does a song with dr luke specifically when it comes to pop it's going to be a hit and it's most likely going to get nominated for a grammy a lot of the songs that you see produced by dr luke that doja cat has been part of or even like some other pop people and i'm saying pop because obviously commercialized and mainstream america feels that that type of music is pop music but i will still keep saying that hip-hop and r&b is pop music but you know it is what it is but any generic bubblegum pop or just like song that you'd see sung by like a Katy perry or whoever that usually gets nominated for a grammy dr luke is probably involved if you want a pop hit you're gonna have to get dr luke to be part of your song like just gotta say it so hearing that song when lotto dropped it i said this sound like some shit dr luke produced and i googled it and it said dr luke's name i was like yep not surprised because guess what she signed rca and then this brought the conversation of the whole beef between lotto and nikki we already know the situation with Nicki and her husband, but we're not going to talk about that because we're not talking about Nicki Minaj's episode. But I guess because a lot of people were calling out a lot of her hypocrisy for all the things she's been saying about Nicki. And they're like, how are you going to call out this woman in her relationship and her partner? But you're literally working with someone who's being accused for what that woman's partner is allegedly being accused for as well. So I also think the most important thing to think about, like I said earlier, she signed to RCA. Sometimes with labels there might be clauses or it's like hey you're gonna have to work with the person you have to work with this person like you have to deal with it even for like chris brown chris brown is also signed to rca so it's like sometimes to help that artist grow you might have to partner with the label mate because maybe that label mate might be the head runner of that freaking label for example some folks who are signed to rca records thames lotto well we're talking about her but still Wizkid, kid nardowick who actually 
did a collab with Lotto and Lakia who signed a QC, but then QC is also signed to another label. It's 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 weird, but still, sometimes you're gonna hear about like certain people working with other certain folks because they're part of the same affiliation, as in they're part of the same label. So I'm not surprised at all. But I'll say this: um, as much as Lotto be beefing with Nicki Minaj, it does make like hmm. I kind of like twitched my head to the side. I was like, so you making the pop songs too? Okay, I see that. I just think she needs to like really find a lane that will work for her because right now, yes, we're here for Lotto's music. Are you going to be doing the poppy stuff or are you going to be doing the freestyles, which I'm here if you want to do a blend of all. It just needs to come authentic. Maybe that's just me. Like, for example, I know Lotto has beef with Ice Spice, but Ice Spice kind of has like that genuine, authentic feel to her, even when it comes to like her interviews. But either way, lottery will definitely be getting played a lot during like the summertime and like also being played on like radio stations like Z100 and shit like that. But we'll see if it wins a Grammy or if it even gets nominated for one. But I'll keep saying this like as much as like terrible and all those things, because we're not talking about Dr. Luke and like the allegations, but it's like really if you think about it, it's specific for people who like understand the industry or just like pop culture historians or aficionados or cornisoirs like myself we already know if you want to hit like especially like a pop hit you have to partner with like a dr luke to get those plays j-lo even did songs with dr luke up for quite a while especially that one song i ain't your mama that was produced by freaking dr luke and she got some flack for it but then people forgot about it so in the end of it lotto's gonna do what lotto's gonna do i'm gonna keep saying this when it comes to the industry you're going to enter in that damn industry. You're going to realize that some of the people you look up to are even some folks that you're like, damn, if you were with this person, it's going to help you blow up. There, There's always going to be some skeletons in the closet for everybody. Everybody got skeletons in the closet. But still, when it comes to like this whole Lotto thing, I'm not surprised she worked with Dr. Luke, RCA affiliate. That's it. Okay, let's get on to the last topic and let's talk about the NBA All-Star. We're not going to be talking about sports. I'm not here to talk about the sports. I am here to talk about the performances by Burnaboy, Thames, and Rima, Rema. Nigerians don't come for me. I'm sorry if I didn't say his name correctly. Burnaboy did amazing. Um, If you've seen Burnaboy live, you're always going to be entertained. Burnaboy has stage presence. Burnaboy knows what he's doing. I'm like, I was not disappointed at all. I feel like the sound could have been better, but hey, it is what it is. It's live TV. Shit happens. Thames, um, I, that's what I got what I expected. Thames, I feel like for her, she still needs to work on breath work specifically. I think that she definitely has the potential to like show us more when it comes to her voice. I feel like also too, is a lot of people were saying how like, oh, she can't sing this and that. I feel like too, maybe she was nervous. But then again, it's like, eh, she has like a particular voice. Maybe she just needs to keep doing her glasses. Drink your tea. That's the most important thing. Drink your tea. And I think also, I don't know, maybe she should do more songwriting. I don't know. I wasn't really feeling this performance, but she's had some good performances for like festivals and shit like that. Maybe it just was off day. Rima, Rema, he really did good job. Like I said, I still don't understand why they had Afrobeat artists perform in Utah, but you know what? It is what it is. 
I wish they had a better crowd, but guess what? At least they're giving Afrobeat artists exposure of their genre, and it's going to be interesting to see how it's going to play out, because I did say, like, this decade kind of is, like, the Afrobeat era, and we're just going to keep seeing, like, certain genres from the diaspora get, like, their moment to shine, but still, the main focus of music will still be hip-hop and R&B, period, but can't wait to see how that happens i still think it's weird that they had them in utah i feel like it would have been better if they had them at like an all-star game in like a major city like new york city chicago maybe philly maybe atlanta maybe miami um maybe dc that makes sense i can't really say la because even when i was living in la back in like 2018 they were not bumping Afrobeat like they were during that time in New York and specifically at the East Coast and like some areas like major cities in the Midwest that have like a, a large like Nigerian community. So that's what I could say. But still, they was wrong for having them folks perform in Utah with them damn Mormons. Y'all was wrong for that. Y'all could have done something different. Y'all could have freaking had fucking, I don't know, um Lady A to perform because Need You Now is literally going viral i'm not going to say the full name of that group because the full name of that group is very problematic but still y'all could have the fucking Foo fighters or the red hot chili peppers to perform something either way i can't wait to see who's going to be performing next year i feel like the nba all-star has always been like something like yes we get excited for it because of the dunk contest and everything like that but when it comes to the performances it really didn't get very entertaining for me in the aspect until fergie did the whole national anthem like that but now we keep checking in to see who's gonna fuck up performance but let's get on to like the last topic and we have to talk about everyone doing the damn skims like try on with the mini bra and the mini thong like the micro thong i'm sorry i'm not buying that shit i'm not buying a micro thong for like why are y'all doing this and putting it on tiktok saying oh you're gonna try on the freaking micro thong i looked at that shit i said you know what my pussy gonna eat the whole thing like even my ass gonna eat the whole thing you won't even see the fucking thong on me you might see the lines on like the freaking hips but you're not gonna see the shit on me so i don't even know why y'all are doing this if you got some cheeks or like a fat mons pubis and i'm saying this because i'm saying the medical term you know your mons pubis is like the area before like your labia and your vagina and all that like the part where it grows hair like that part where you know your panty line and shit like that right around there yeah if you if that shit is big or it's like if, if it's fat or even like you got a fat ass it's, it's just gonna eat the whole thing up so i don't know why you're buying them damn microphones yeah i'd like what's the point what's the point in the end you guys doing this haul is just making kimberly kardashian more money y'all just giving kim k more money and then also too and i just want to say this um why is everybody shocked that kendall jenner is dating bad bunny why is everybody shocked about that i'm not even surprised i just want to know how do they communicate because um i don't think bad bunny be speaking english like that so you know what let me not even say that because folks on 90 day fiance be using translator apps so maybe she got the money she probably be paying a translator or she's freaking doing duolingo and learning some spanish either way it's gonna be interesting to see how long this shit lasts we'll see what happens and then also one last one last thing um damson idris and freaking Lori harvey that relationship is going to be interesting when it comes to it being played out um i still think it's pr i still think it's pr anybody who dates Lori harvey 
I just think, damn, you need a new come up or it's like, okay, shit is about to end for you. You need to find a new way so you can get your shit together. And when it comes to like dating actors, and I tell the girls this all the time, and I tell the folks, regardless like who you're trying to date, when it comes to acting, you really are are like as good as your last gig because you have to keep auditioning. And that is the moral of the story. Um, what do I have to say to end this episode? I feel like it's very important for you to set boundaries because some people just won't respect you or your time. So setting boundaries is so like beneficial for you. One last thing is to live in the present. I feel like we always tend to like think about the past and think about how like we could change things. But sadly, that's just not how it is. It's like, okay, you can use that time to reflect on the past, but think about how you can move forward for your future. And that's all I have to say, you guys. Um, Thank you for listening to Let Me Tell You Some Podcast. It is Wista. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Play. Wherever you found this podcast is where you got to follow it. Subscribe, write a review, send some constructive criticism because in the end, the criticism is helping me out and it's just going to help me grow. So I appreciate it. If you have any questions or you have any topics you want me to talk about, email me at let me tell you something at gmail.com. It's in the description box. You can follow me on Instagram at it's Wista, I-T-S-W-I-S-T-A. And you can follow this podcast on TikTok at let me tell you something podcast. Woo, we will be back next week with another episode. I know I was a little bit all over the place because you know what? Shit happens, okay? We gotta do what we gotta do. It is the Pisces new moon and I'm just feeling creative and excited for this next shift and I'm gonna keep saying this. It's important to set boundaries with people in general because some folks will gladly use you and waste your time but when it's your turn and you need a favor or you need some help, they'll just act like you don't exist or they'll just go ghost on you. So please set those freaking boundaries because you just never know.